0: So just the arduous task of painstakingly watching It Chapter 2, finally. This is the fourth time I've tried to watch it, and I finally made it through. What a piece of shit. That movie was garbage. I was right the first three times when I turned it off. That movie fucking sucked. It had everything from, well... Let's see. We started out in a town. Assumingly... Well, let's see. I understand it's a Stephen King novel, so... Okay, I can't give it that much shit, but... Just modern day... Everything. Everything tends to be modern day, but... It's just this group of, like... The Lost Boys beat the shit out of this gay dude and his gay boyfriend, and just toss, after they beat the shit out of him, they just toss him into a fucking river. That's the beginning of the movie. And then he sees, you know, Pennywise the clown. And then from there it goes to just present day, and then cuts back to kids, present day, cuts back to kids, present day. One of them's secretly gay, cuts back, cuts back to present day, the black kid, for some reason his parents are crackheads, which I think that was just a, like, false advertisement in the newspaper there, and the entire entire town was racist or something, even though they ran the slaughter mill in the fucking town, so I don't know why everyone would fucking hate them, that makes no sense, but... Just, and then I th- think the, the girl in the movie her flashback and then if you go to the first movie it makes it look like her dad raped her which is fucked so the whole movie I mean whatever I mean I read the book and I wasn't that big of a fan of it even back in the day I remember hearing it was like the scariest movie of all time when I was a really young kid my favorite movie First movie I even remember seeing is Predator, and this is when I'm like four. Whatever, whatever time you start remembering things, three, four, whatever, it was Predator. So a clown was not scary to me. I saw it and I was like, well, and especially I saw the ending, and it's like Emilio Estevez ripping apart a gigantic spider, a big fake spider with a bunch of retards, and then all just yanking a part of Spider. So, that movie was never scary to me. Um, what's the other one? Did I say Poltergeist? No. Exorcist. Exorcist is the one. My dad said it was like the scariest movie of all time. I mean, when he saw it, yeah, sure, maybe, back in like 1904. But, you watch it now, I mean, I've bitched about this movie before. So, so demons and devils and all that shit. Whatever the hell that demon's name is. It takes over the soul of someone. Why the fuck? Why? Why does it take over the, uh, a young kid? Oh, because they're the easiest. They're the most manipulative or whatever. There's plenty of... There's plenty of, like, healthy, manipulative, homeless men out there that would... I mean... They give anything for like, you know, they suck dick for like, you know, heroin, and they still got like musculature, and they're, you know, they could, they could easily like beat somebody else up. Why take over a little girl in a bed? Like, makes no sense to me. This whole demon shit. I actually have a book on demonology which is different from demonography. Demonography is the study of demons, study and the classification of demons, right? Which I have a book on that, too. It's all about every demon and what they do and yada, yada, yada. Demonolatry is about the idolization of demons, so you worship them, and it's all about how to worship them, how to worship certain demons, how to, get, um, how to do certain rituals for certain demons... To help you out in your everyday life and all that kind of shit. It's. I mean, it's, 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 it sounds bizarre, but whatever. I don't do it. Because I don't have the time to fucking, you know, try to cast spells or play magic tricks or, you know, pretend I'm Harry Potter or whatever. Because that shit's fucking retarded too. But. Anyway, back to It, Chapter 2. I thought It, the first one. Not the original. The original is silly. The original's a joke. If you watch it now, it's like okay, come on. I mean, it's got it's it has its scenes that are kind of cool and whatnot, but this, the remake It, I guess chapter one Hold on. Son of a bitch. This Diet AW and root beer is just foaming like a bastard. It's not even a root beer float all right yeah it chapter one was decent it wasn't that bad i mean you know it's not something you'll watch like 50 times or whatever i mean it's it sticks to the kids that it, it has its thing but the the one thing i didn't like is it doesn't uh there's no character development in any of it but there really isn't it shows each kid for like three minutes of their life. And other than that, they're like kind of together and they're broken apart. And then the bullies in the town and the adults in the town are all just pieces of shit. If you watch the movie again, if you watch It, the first one, notice how every single adult, even their parents, are all absolute pieces of shit. There's not one nice person. Even the librarian is fucking rude to the fat kid. Like... And then people drive by the fat kid. These adults drive by the fat kid while he's getting uh, beaten up and then, you know, held onto a guardrail and then getting like fatty or whatever, carved into his stomach by that fucking, you know, psychopath, which he was pretty much pointless in the second movie he got, somehow it released him via, let his old dead friend into his, you know, uh, place of care, the hospital or whatever, and he gives him his old knife back and he goes, my old knife, oh yeah, like let's go, beep, beep, Richie, or whatever the fuck he does, and then he, he escapes. He stabs the little nerd in the face, and then the nerd totally lives and stabs him back, and then he makes some like quirky comment like, Do I look alright? I think those are his exact lines. Little dweeb. I'm glad he died, by the way, thank God. I thought they were going to divert from the original story. Thank God he died. But. Whatever. That movie was fucking trash. Sorry, my nose is running. <sniffs> Allergies. Apparently, I'm allergic to cocaine. <sighs> I wish. Actually, no, I don't wish that. But if I were. You know. Anyway. It, Chapter 2, garbage-ass movie. Fuck that movie. Horror movies these days are... they, They all look like... This is the thing. This is the thing with almost every horror movie these days. They end up looking like a video game. During the movie. Because they all... None of them have the... Like, Terminator. Like, the first Terminator. Or the movie The Thing. They have practical special effects like as in like tangible real you can touch it it's not some shitty computer generated thing that doesn't look even close to real like it doesn't look like there's a bunch of people in a room and then their fucking um their fortune cookies are coming to life as bugs or like flying babies or whatever the hell happened at that dinner scene and then, you know, they're all smashing it and screaming and going insane. And then the, the Asian woman comes in and goes, Is everything okay? Like, the black dude's literally standing there with a chair above his head. Everyone's standing back from the table. And then Bill Hader goes, Uh, check, please. It's like, fuck you. Come on. Like, if you're trying to be... if it, it, I get it. That's... That's... Adding a touch of humor to something, but... If you want to make a scary movie, stop with the fucking humor. Stop it. Just be, like, the the two best instances, instances I can think of are The Witch, which is fucking amazing. There's, and guess what? There's no comic relief in it. There's nothing funny about it. Nothing, nothing makes you laugh. You're just, like, on edge and kind of antsy the whole time. It, like, makes you uncomfortable. But that's good. Like, you're always like... But everyone's always turning against each other. And everyone's always like... Fuck you! Like, like you know. And then it has a really dark-ass ending. Dark ending. If you haven't seen it, watch it. The Witch. Great movie. Came out like... Shit, four years ago now, I think, maybe. And the other one is Hereditary. Hereditary is... For what it is, for being a creepy horror movie, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's weird, it's dark, it's macabre, it's just... There's no comic relief, there's no, like, silly sidekick in the movie to, like, make a joke every once in a while to, like, you know, oh, clear the tension, and then have some jump scare. There's, like, none of that shit. It's fucking... It's just a weird, dark-ass movie. And that's the same dude that made Midsummer. which... Is also a good, disturbing movie, I don't think it's as good as Hereditary, but I mean it's, it's still good, and it's still really fucking twisted and shit, I mean, I'm excited to see whatever that guy comes out with next, I don't know, I can't think of the, the director's name, the only, I'm trying to think of the next movie I'm excited for, I saw, there's a remake of Dune, and most people I know have not seen Dune, the original. That was a uh, David Lynch film. David Lynch is arguably the, I don't know, weirdest slash possibly shittiest director. Or some people think he's, like, you know, amazing. But I lean towards, I don't know, misunderstood, maybe? I, I I don't know. He's... It's hard to explain David Lynch films. Eraserhead, if you know who David Lynch is. Eraserhead is his film. Um, Sunset Boulevard, um, Tw- Twin Peaks, he did that. Uh, whatever, Mulholland Drive. That's a that's a decent film, I guess. But still, his movies are just weird. It's like. This sounds like... Oh, this is a dumb explanation because this is everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, that's what everything is. It's like he takes his just random thoughts and then just makes them on... puts them on screen, whether they make sense or not. Like, he doesn't need... Like, they don't have to make sense. They just sort of... They're just there. Like, he'll make sort of a story out of something, but then there's also just, like... It'll cut to, like, a TV show of, like, Gigantic talking rabbits just like talking with each other, and they have their dialogue means absolutely nothing, shit like that. And then you can make of it what you want. So, like, I watched it one time when I was coming down from acid because I, you know, and it just put me in a really shitty mood. I didn't have like a bad trip or anything. I was just, I mean, when you're coming down, you're not gonna feel good anyway, but. I was coming down, trying to watch, I I had a spliced together thing of just rabbits, and it's like 40 minutes of just like one camera angle, like a sit, uh, like a TV show sitcom, you know, like, and it has like a fake audience, like a laugh track and shit like that, there's like people walking into the door and walking out of the door, but they're all just big talking rabbits. And the dialogue is completely just fucking like, I called your mother today. Silence for like 18 seconds, but then there's like this weird noise in the background, you know, just. And then the door opens and like, the other rabbit walks in and goes, "I'm home from work." Then you hear a laugh track going like, "Ha ha ha hoo, You know. And then it's... Then she, like, starts cooking something, and it's like... 42 plus 2 is not 44 or something. Whatever the fuck they say. They say it's just a bunch of nonsense. I don't know if there's any logic behind it. Never looked it up. You could probably look it up on Google and see if it means anything, because it might. But... Anyway. The original... Dune was David Lynch, and it's it's not good. It's I don't know. It's interesting, I guess. Like you, like you'll watch it once and go, meh Like never gonna watch that again. But there re, there's a remake coming out, and the remake looks super interesting, and it's not directed by fucking David Lynch. Anyway, I'm trying to think of what else. Other movies. I don't know, it seems like movies kind of just. Well, they did get put on halt for a while because of, uh. You know, this virus that killed everybody 15% of the population or whatever it is. One is too many. Okay, well, it's gonna happen. Wear a mask. Now all right. What's his name? Um, oh, it was. It's directed by uh, Dallas or Dallas Dennis uh, Villeneuve, Villeneuve whatever. The same dude that did uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which is a fucking awesome film, really good film awesome movie the remake of blade runner or not even, it's not a remake it's a uh, it's a sequel to blade runner and he did a tremendous job it's a great film so he did dune so it's so looks wise and sound wise like the 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 score the music is going to be amazing the look of it the feel of it everything's going to be amazing I don't know how much they're gonna change, you know, the the details of the story to make it a little cooler. Hopefully, or make it a little less like fucking Elron Hubbardy or something, because it sort of plays like a Battlefield Earth kind of story. Man, I'm just nerding out right here, nerding out hard on horror movies movies in general okay so here's here's a uh, hypothetical say ah, fuck I don't want to nah I don't want to get into it with this one I'll wait silence don't worry Don't make it uncomfortable. Just just deal with it. If you're listening to this, this is a perfect time to just meditate. Embrace the silence. Think about this. Did you deal with that silence? See, there you go. You're fine. Everyone's alright. It's something I got from a book um, by the Dalai Lama. Or no, was it, uh, was it the Dalai Lama? No, it was, it was Tainak Tan. Um It's called Peace in Every Step. It's a Buddhist philosophy book. And it's about how you can constantly meditate through everyday life just even in the most mundane situations or even in the most stressful situations you're able to meditate and just calm the fuck down and just you know be there just be that's like the like well uh, here's here's a little tidbit of information for anyone anyone that deals with uh, depression like myself I do Put a sticky note, or you know, whatever, something—a note for yourself—somewhere where you see it when you wake up. That says "smile." It's telling yourself to smile, and I know that sounds stupid. Sounds very—it sounds extremely corny. (laughs) But force yourself to smile. Don't—I mean, even even the act of doing it, like just you know, doing that. You're working a bunch of muscles, and the fact that you're even fake smiling actually uh, forces your brain to send endorphins and shit into your body, into your, you know, it, or it creates endorphins and everything in your brain. Just the fact that you're doing that. So it actually makes you happier already, but that's just, just so when you wake up, just if you put it on your mirror, like where you brush your teeth or whatever, next to your bed, like you wake up and you're like, fuck everything, I hate everything, and just look at that and you go, and it says smile, and, and you want to be like, fuck you, like, smile, and you just flip off a sticky note, first of all, realize you're flipping off a sticky note that you wrote, second of all, just smile at it, smile, you'll feel a little better, for whatever reason, you just feel better. It also says, like I said, it says peace in every step. Like, um, it's it's really big on walking. Just walking and just being, just being there. Just being one with whatever, everything. You know, nature, I guess, in general. Um, it's really big on, it says, you know, if, if you're having a really anxious day, if you're feeling super anxious and shit like that, be grounded. As in... Take your shoes off, go barefoot, and just be outside. Just be barefoot on, like, dirt, on soil, grass, whatever, snow, I guess, around here in the next, like, week or whatever. Just do it. And actually, my ex-girlfriend, Natasha, is big on that. She told me to do that before when I was having issues with anxiety. She told me to just be like grounded or something like that and it does help it really does so if anyone does do okay apparently this just turned into a uh, lesson on dealing with anxiety and depression well this is a, this is like a David Lynch movie where are you going said the rabbit. Another thing they say is, you know, like certain tasks that you hate doing, like dishes, or whatever they may be. They explain, they they say dishes in the uh, book. Be mindful when you do them, not like, like to fuck this, like scraping, the shit won't fucking come off. You know, like I, I get like that all the time. But then I just think, you know what, I'm not in a hurry. I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to sit here and scrub this dish. Scrub the fuck out of it. Whatever. And then I get sarcastic and I start hating myself and I start hating the fucking book and I start hating the fact that I even said that to myself and I'm like, fuck this goddamn fucking thing and fuck that book. Then I go downstairs and I yank the book and I throw it. No, I'm kidding. But you, I do actually get like that. I wish I could just be mindful and just, it says like, hey, you know, you're washing a dish, just wash it. And just think it through. Not even, not even think it through, because it's a mindless activity. It's it's extremely mindless. Like you don't have to be, like anybody can wash a dish. A monkey can wash a dish. You know, it's a very easy task. But just sit there, relax, and just think about whatever you want while you're doing it. Just think about. You'd be thinking about Pornhub or something while you're doing it. You'd be watching Pornhub while you do it. Guys, have your phone connected. You know, have your phone on your ears and or your uh, headphones in, and your phone right next to you, just be watching a you know a a webcam or something. If that's what you're into, I mean, go go for it. Uh, And then another one it says is this isn't really um, a big thing around here, but I know that. I've dealt with it before, when I lived down in San Diego, when you have to deal with traffic. A lot of people, when they're stuck in a red light, if they have really bad anxiety problems, for whatever reason, it makes you feel like you're out of control, like you're not in control of the situation, which I totally get. I used to feel like that all the time. And if I'm if I'm in a like huge area like fucking Milwaukee or whatever like or you're going through Milwaukee and there's like a, a car accident like way up ahead on the nine or whatever the hell it is, turn off, and you're just stuck there and it says like you know wait an hour and forty five minutes or whatever and you're just fucking like oh my god. It says don't sit there, don't fret, don't, spaz, don't you know, just chill out and just. Enjoy enjoy it. Enjoy the time. It's yeah, it's not like fun but according to this book you should just live in it and just deal with it. Be present be mindful and just go, eh, you know, it is what it is and just sort of roll with it. Which that's the best thing I can come up with is roll with it. Like roll with the punches, like, you know, s- shit gets thrown in your way and you just sort of go like, eh, whatever, alright, all right, gotta deal with it. That's the best I can come up with. I can't exactly say that I, you know, do the dishes and go, well, you know, the book says to sit there and enjoy, you know, scraping this, uh, black tar off the bottom because I tried to Took a fucking piece of trout, and I burnt the fuck out of it, and it ruined it dinner, and I don't have fucking food anymore, and now I gotta, you know, just eat broccoli and cheese, and this fucking suck motherfucker, like, you know, just lose my mind. But I try. But there are certain times where, when shit's going on, you can just chill. Just chill, and just think. And then try to just... I know uh what what is it anger management that movie with Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson they say goose Fraba whatever I think it's Fraba. same sort of idea just or you could just start to sing I feel pretty, oh so pretty, I feel pretty and something and gay. Oh, I pity whatever the hell the words are. I feel like dancing, so enchanting. I feel prancing and dancing and yah, got a blah blah blah. And it, chapter two, fucking sucked. Another think I've noticed lately anything uh, Jordan Peele I respect him as a director and I think he's a really funny funny dude anything he touches seems to get it seems to touch on race it always makes a thing between white and black I don't know why but that seems to be a big theme of his. Like, like he he did the movie Get Out. It was a good movie. But that's, you know, white. It's a it's a racist movie kind of thing. Then he did, um I'm trying to think what else. Actually us us wasn't. I don't think us had anything to do with race. As far as I know, Lovecraft County, though. If anyone watched, or Lovecraft is a country? Lovecraft? I think Lovecraft County, country, whatever the fuck it is, on uh, HBO. I was so excited for that movie, or this movie for that series, but it's, I, it, I don't know. It's just you missed the ball my eyes, just because, for some reason, they had to, I don't know why it had to take place in, like, 19 fucking 61 or whatever it is, racist-ass America, like, where, and they're always in just these towns where white people are just pieces of shit, I fucking hate that, like, why? Like, it, I mean, it could have just been, because... H.P. Lovecraft... His stories... I mean... They're... I don't know. He's a great author. He's a good author. So, I don't understand why... They had to take it and put it into... Whatever the hell that is. Like, they, they, they took it and put it into boom, like, you know, Alabama, nineteen fucking fifty type shit. Even though I think it's up in like Delaware or something. Or Virginia, maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. I only made it through the first two or three, three episodes because it was too nonsense. Too nonsensical for me. Just like Watchmen. That show Watchmen. Okay This is the dumbest fucking Recording I've done No it's not I've done much dumber But this one I bounced from Movies To Being a therapist and Helping everybody through the depression And anxiety issues Back to Movies and TV shows And now I'm bitching about how they're all race-related. But they are. To be fair, they really... I mean, even if anyone's seen the show Watchmen on HBO, like, they took the book, the comic book, the graphic novel Watchmen, which is one of the... It's the only comic book ever in the top 100 greatest novels of all time the only comic book that made it in there. Watchmen. And they made a movie. The movie was fucking amazing. It's underrated. A lot of people hated it for whatever reason. Because they thought it was slow or it wasn't what they expected or something. But they obviously didn't read the book. I mean, it's it, it was a fucking amazing movie. But they took it and then they changed it to... Well... For some reason, there's an underground... Everybody, all the white people are racist and they're all in the KKK. They're all KKK racists, and they want to control the world, and they want to become gods. That's it's white people want to want to become gods, or whatever. That's basically what the story is of the, the TV show Watchmen. It's like, what? What the fuck? That has nothing. Come on, like, oh, it should, it should, it's just annoying. Because they make it worse. There's already issues of, you know, race. But it's made, it's tenfold worse, I guess you could say. Just by all of this nonsense, it's like propaganda, almost, it's like, it's, like, fucking blatant, just, you're making racism, like, the forefront of things, by putting it out in Hollywood, and putting it on ads, and putting it in whatever, it's just, and I know people go like, oh, well, Trump does that, no or whoever, I mean, it doesn't even matter, I'm, fuck, I shouldn't even said that, because I was gonna be like, "Oh, dude, you're just a fucking racist Trump supporter." No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not racist at all. I don't give a fuck. I judge people by character. I hate a ton of people, all different colors. Everybody sucks. I think. I think most people suck. But then again, I love dogs. I love all dogs. I think. I hope all dogs go to heaven. Even the shitty ones. Even the the dogs that have, like, bitten me in my life. I hope they go to heaven. I don't believe in heaven, but I hope they still go there. Dog heaven. Whatever it is. Ugh, politics are so stupid. It's... The fact that they have, uh divided the country so much. I mean, in history, in general, politics have divided the country. Just, you know, they have. But I've never seen it. I know I'm only 33, but I've never seen it so blatant as now. How, like, people on one side either hate the people on the other side, or think the other side is just absolutely stupid. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't fall into either category. I, I'm i just, I'm there. You know, I support one dude, but I don't hate anybody that supports anybody else. I don't care. It's, it's not a big deal to me. Like, I'll never tear down a sign or flip somebody off or tell them to go fuck themselves or anything like that. I don't care. You know, as long as. <sighs> Man. see, it's hard to even speak about this without sounding like you're. <sighs> something or something that you're not, I guess. It's, it's so weird that it's become like that. Like, when the fuck did it become wrong to you know, have the American flag you know, out on your porch, or like have it on the back of your car or whatever the American flag, it's like, yeah, America, like, what the fuck's wrong with America like, now they make it saying like, America like, it makes it like you're a retard, like, America, like you're an asshole why, what what the hell's wrong with Celebrating the United States, shit. If you're if you're happy that you live here, I mean Christ, there's a lot of people that are uh, immigrants to the United States, that emigrated here, and they're happy with America. They're they're excited about it. They like it. You know what what's what, what's wrong with that? Like this this brings me back to the Proud Boys. Road Boys. Founded by a Canadian. A fucking Canadian. Wow. And, guess what? Not racist at all. <laughs> he founded it. And the president is a half-black, half-Cuban guy named Enrique Tarrio. And the, uh the leading member, like, so he's the president, the, uh, leading, uh, what do you want to call him, like, I don't know what their affiliation thing is, like, I don't, I don't know what their status is, like, when it, once it goes down, but the next upper hand, his right hand man, like, vice president, or whatever you want to call it, is, uh, Samoan, I believe, like, Everyone wants to call them white supremacists for some reason. And I I don't know if it's because they just don't want to look into it or they heard Chris Wallace and Joe Biden say it (laughs) or they just want to believe that because they need another group they need, like, an anti-Antifa group. They, they need, or, like, uh Like, if you, if you had a good story, if you had a good um, movie, you've got, like, BLM and Antifa. But they're... They don't fight with each other. Like, they, they don't feud with each other. So they're, like, one entity. I mean, I know they're not one. I know they're not the same thing at all. They're completely different groups, but they're on, like, one side in this scenario you need like a bad guy you need somebody else so just pick Proud Boys because they're a group just boom them white supremacists no 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 here's who you pick you pick white supremacists there's a guy named Richard Spencer super alt-right white supremacist asshole pick him by the way he endorses Joe Biden Richard Spencer look him up but whatever this is this is one of the most boring uh, ridiculous ones piece of shit fuck ass garbage I don't know I'm not gonna post this ever fuck everybody I'm not gonna post this Mitch I hope you listen to this one day because I will post it, but I'm going to call it, Mitch, listen to this when you're driving. Fuck you. All right. See ya.